back side questers. So, fun fact, I had recorded two episodes, and my loving partner, who was so patient and kind, tried to save them, but they were both corrupted. So I feel like that's the universe's way of saying it was probably bullshit anyway, and I was probably all over the place. So let's do this again, and maybe I'll be more concise, and the universe will really like what I have to say. Also, if the sound is a little bit different today, it's because I'm not using my microphone, because it's been completely wonky. So we're just going to delve in, and we're going to change the order of what I was going to talk about. So we're going to talk about this first. And it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and that is Yule magic. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to dive in to Yule magic. Now, you may be asking yourself, what is that? I've heard of the Yule Tide. Um, but other than that, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, Yule, also known as the winter solstice, is usually between December 21st and December 22nd. It is the longest night of the entire year, and there's something very special about this night, and there's a reason why we burn a Yule log, or there's a lot of light imagery involved. One, because it is the darkest night of the year, and two, and I'm sure I'm going to get criticism for this, but that's fine, because I don't give a fuck. It is actually the thinnest, thinnest veil between this world and the next. Most people assume that Samhain is when the veil is the thinnest, but nay, nay, dear friends, Samhain is when the veil begins to thin. And you, there's some kind of type of energy that you feel November 1st. Like, yes, I know a lot of spooky bitches. We all love Samhain. Like, I get it. I'm here for it. Give me my pumpkins and my fall foliage and all this fun jazz. But as I've gotten older... I really have learned to appreciate the aesthetic of Yule. Like, I'm out there grabbing my own pine. I'm creating winter solstice altars. And yes, I've always burned a candle for 24 hours. I've always had a Yule log, this type of situation. But there is something really beautiful about Yule magic. And one, it's because it centers around the home. And it's not about family. It's your home. Your home is supposed to be your safe space. It is the place, it is a living, breathing entity. It tries to protect you. It tries to comfort you. It is a space that you must own and dominate because it's yours. This is your magic personified all around you. So if you have clutter everywhere, let that shit go. Make space because that's what Yule Magic does. It's about purging and cleansing and having the faith that something else will fill that void that you feel when you let things go. Because that's the scary part, right? Like you hear it all the time. Let that shit go. Do this. Do that. But no one ever tells you what to do when you have to deal with the emptiness of it all. And that's where the faith part comes in. And that's why I love Yule Magic. So let's get into a little bit more about Yule, some things that I do that I love. I did have the chance to talk with the Boozy Babes, and they definitely got some of the best tidbits about Yule, but I'm going to reshare them here too because why the hell not? So the first 
thing that I love to duel, do, duel, oh, I just combine duel and do together, awesome, duel, um, do, is I love to cleanse my space. Now, you may or may not notice this, but do you ever wonder why Pine Sol is so popular at the store? Like, make your home smell like pine, but for some reason during the holidays, that's all you smell is pine, 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 pine. Would you like to know why? Well, friends, pine is an extremely, extremely protective herb. It not only cleanses your space, it purifies your space as well. I know sage gets like, whew, a lot of attention. But here's the thing. Have you ever wondered why there are so many herbs that do so many different things? It's because there's like a bajillion cultures. And for one, I personally really don't use sage anymore unless I'm gifted it. But I don't go out of my way to buy it. Um, I'm not a Native American, so I'm not using it. I do love things like Palo Santo, which translates into holy wood. I love that smell. I love burning pine. I love burning juniper and holly and mistletoe. All of these things that we are now making synonymous with Christmas actually has a very rich history in pagan traditions. These herbs that we hang in our home, we hang outside our home, it is meant to be protective and to bring prosperity to our home. That's why the focus during Yule is home. It's why we bring our trees in. You know, we're, we're connecting with nature. We're like feeling all some sort of way. And for some people, it can be a really dark and depressing time. And yes, when you layer it with consumerism and really intense family dynamics, maybe a lot of toxicity, it can be really challenging, which is why Yule is that reminder that you got to make sure your home is on point. You can't be leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Like if dishes really are that challenging for you to do, paper plate that shit. So that way you don't even have to look at dishes when you come home. Your home needs to feel comfortable and relaxed. And if it's not, then you have to make changes. Another fun thing I like to do during Yule is I rearrange furniture because I want to invite new energy flow and I want to see new things happening in my sphere of knowledge, right? I might change colors. I might, even if it's a new throw pillow, I know it sounds super bougie and basic, but those little things are fun. Um, another fun tradition that I started this year with my partner. So I wasn't... I think they're kind of silly, but I also kind of love them now and not in an ironic kind of hipster way, but like, oh no, I think they're super cute. And that's gnomes. I started bringing in gnomes because my partner seriously, like he just laughs and smile, smiles every time he sees one. And I'm always like, oh, I love that. It is worth spending the money just to hear him laugh and smile over such something so silly. But when you think about it, gnomes originating more from Germany type of area, they are house spirits. So if you're looking for something that you can physically and tangibly see and feel and touch, get yourself a little Christmas gnome or a Yule gnome. There's a reason why they're so popular. They are protective house spirits. They have a task. They work great in the garden. They can be in your home. You can put one, a little one in each room. Like it doesn't have to look like Gnome City, but they're kind of adorable. And I think it's really interesting that 
people are gravitating towards them because deep down we all want to feel protected and you don't always remember where you're here you hear the things but understanding that gnomes are protective I don't know maybe I should be their PR because they're about to be a huge increase in sales right now but get yourself a little gnome that's super cute Another thing that's super important is working on your physicality. It is no secret and no surprise why in January, wellness reigns supreme. It's wellness this, yoga this, workout this, loose fat this, and like all this craziness, right? But let me back it up a couple notches. Yule time, December, is not only about your home, but you have to think about the home that you have for your spirit, Your body, your physical body, is the home for your energy. And the more you take care of it and the more you nourish it, the stronger and happier your spirit is, right? Now, of course, in the diet industry, you got to hold that little tidbit and then it's all about lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. It's not about that. It's about wellness. It's about what makes you feel good. It's about moving your body whether you're running a 5K or just taking a lovely walk outside. It's about connecting yourself to your body. I always tell people whenever you feel super down, and that's of course, you know, you're getting your therapy, you're taking your meds, whatever, but you kind of need to shake some energy loose, move your body however you want to, just move it. That's Yule magic. That is something that you can see and you can feel And it helps to ground you when things get a little bit chaotic and overwhelming. Because remember, the theme is home, but it's the home of whatever you want that to be. So I always tend to focus on nourishing foods, soups, um, root vegetables, because I'm literally and mindfully thinking to myself, I need to root my body down because it's been a crazy year and I want to start off the new year very strong. Another fun thing that I love are pine cones. Some people have pine cones in like little jars and little lights, and I think that's super adorable. But the fun fact is pine cones, super, super protective. You can either hang them in your windows, you can throw them in a fire. Um, Another fun activity that I love is you take a pine cone and you can write little messages and roll them up in little pieces of paper and then you stick it inside the pine cone and you can melt wax all over the pine cone and it's kind of like a wishing ball situation or a manifestation ball and it's a tangible way to help you focus on your goals. Now you can either hang this once you've completed it or what I like to do is on the actual winter solstice, I just throw it into my fire. I'm like, this is what we're doing. Now, speaking of fire, let's talk about that Yule log. You probably have heard it in Christmas songs for as long as you can remember. You may see it. You may notice that, hey, even in hot and sunny Florida, people are still burning fires. Here's the thing. Because the winter solstice is the longest night and it's the thinnest part of the veil, there is a tendency for a lot of entities, good or bad, you know, dark or light, will filter through. And the goal is you want to keep your Yule log burning or your candle, depending on where you're at, for at least from sundown to sunrise. So you got about 12 hours. You got to tend to this flame, right? So either you stay up or 
you kind of do what I do sometimes. And I just get like one of those seven-day candles. I light it and I create a little altar specifically for the winter solstice. But the the reason that fire is so important, one, warmth, especially if you live in a colder area, it kind of does warm up the, the spirit. And you might be drinking tea or hot chocolate or whatever the case may be. But there is a sense of community, especially when you have other people around you. And you're keeping not only your physical body warm, but your soul warm too. It is that we light this fire in order to keep away the darkness that may not be useful this time of year. Um, I don't know. You may have heard this little thing called Hanukkah, also about lighting. Um, Christmas lights, super popular. There's a reason why people during this time of year are obsessed with lighting. And yes, they look pretty and whatnot. But even the grinchiest of Grinches, when you walk into a space and you see these beautiful twinkling lights, or you smell maybe that pine style fire, you kind of, your heart melts a little bit. And you're a little bit more comfortable. And it's kind of magical and beautiful to feel all this type of lighting around you. So when it's Yule time, which is now, as we're getting closer and closer to the winter solstice, maybe change the lighting. Maybe instead of turning on overhead lighting all the time, maybe you're lighting candles. Maybe you put up Christmas lights inside the house too or in your bedroom. And it's those warm yellow lights. They're cozy. And there's a reason for that. Your spirit and your body craves being cozy this time of year. Another fun thing that I really enjoy doing is I do forage for my own herbs to put into my apothecary. I will make teas. Um, I will make tinctures. Usually I kind of start that right at Samhain so that it's ready right for this time of year. But like fire cider, fire tonics. So medicinal, so wonderful to drink this time of year. Elderberry syrup, also really fun to create and consume. But in its entirety, Yule is, let's be honest, we're tired, right? Like by the time all of us get to December, we're exhausted, we're spent, we literally had the best of intentions in January, and then the whole year was just like a fucking blur. Like, the first half of the year took forever. Then all of a sudden it started really speeding up. Then by the time Halloween gets here, we're just like, what the fuck is happening, right? So Yule understands this, this Yule magic. It understands you're tired, and you're stressed out, and you're overwhelmed. And if you have a birthday in December, I mean... Goddess help you because it's crazy. It is crazy having a December birthday because you're kind of like, you're at the bottom, right? Like you've done all your celebrating, you've done your stuff, and there's almost like you have nothing left to give by the time you get to December. This is the reason why caring for your physical self, your mental self, and your spiritual self is key to having a very successful winter solstice. It is magical and it is beautiful, but there is magic in the everyday task of taking care of yourself. Self-care is not just going to a spa. Self-care is do the dishes when you need to. Make your bed. Do your laundry. Take a shower, right? Feed yourself. Nourish yourself. Yule is really about the nourishment that you find in your home. And that can be really challenging if you're working an insane amount of hours and there's all these pressures and demands. 
And it's kind of like, this should be the month where we're all kind of taking it easy a little bit. There should be more celebration. There should be more time with friends. It Not everything has to feel like a fucking obligation. So we have to change our mindset. And Yule is the time to do that. During the month of December, personally, I like to light candles every day. Whether it is, you know... Uh, pine smelling or maybe it's a warm vanilla smell. It's just something that helps me kind of connect. Candle gazing, a beautiful meditative practice for this time of year. You're just looking at the candle flame. It's perfect because you're looking at light and you're harnessing that light. You are sharing in the atmosphere of all the things around you. And It's one of those things where it's really hard, but we have to have boundaries. And my boundaries in December, I must admit, are much different than the ones that I have all the rest of the year. To me, I just, the older I get, the more in tune I am with, wow, I don't want to feel like shit in December. So I need to strategize. I need to figure out my calendar. I need to figure out when I'm going to go see friends, when I'm going to stay at home. And those things are magic. And we need to remember that. I didn't say it was easy. I just said it's something you need to do. And sometimes you just have to force yourself to get into that spirit. And I think the magic of December and of Yule in particular, it kind of lends itself to helping you out. Like a nice cold wind just blowing you inside into the house to get cozy and warm by a fire. Or maybe it's just a heater and a candle. You know, whatever floats your boat. So when we think about Yule, we're thinking about home. Whatever that is to you, it is a self-created home. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It just needs to make sure that it it's an extension of you. Like you exist beyond your five senses. There are things around you that exist and they want you to be successful. You just gotta, you gotta do the things. Think of Yule as maintenance, of celebration, of community, and really just take care of yourself. Nourish the self. I feel like I can't say this enough, but nourish should be the key theme that you find during Yule time. Another great thing to do is simmer pots. Personally, I love simmer pots. They smell great. They're vegan. They're organic. They're just, they're beautiful. They're not full of false essential oils. They, I love doing clove and orange and apples. And then sometimes they get a little frisky and I add like pear. Um, And then a little bit of clove, sticks of cinnamon. Those are wonderful smells to help bring prosperity and protection and wellness into your home, but it just smells, it permeates throughout the whole house. So you get this big pot, you add some water, some liquids. Um, I've actually seen people burn apple cider in their simmer pot instead of just water, but it's completely up to you. I think the apple cider also is nice. You just have to be okay with buying it and then knowing that you're not going to drink it. Uh, But once you're done with the contents of the pot, I do like to strain out the solid ingredients, and I use them during spell work. Because when I throw things into my pot, I am intentionally saying the cinnamon is for protection. You know, this this apple is for fertility and prosperity. 
these types of things become magic and then you can reuse them for other things. So that can also be a really fun thing that you do. During this time of year, I also do a lot of salt water. So I do put little bowls of water, a little bit of sea salt, and I put them in my bedroom. I change it every three days to kind of help absorb some things because there are some things just kind of floating around out there and I don't want to be fucked with because if I'm fucked with, then, you know, then all hell's really going to break loose. It's going to be pretty pissed off. So I just like to make sure that I'm in a happy, good mood, so I do the salt water. These kind of list of things you can do and they're super easy and they're super quick. Um, I mean, I've seen things from hanging eucalyptus and spearmint into your shower, which is great because it's really great for your wellness, but again, also super healing and protective. That's why those things are popular. Um, sticks of cinnamon, you can tie them together. I like to do like three solid sticks together and then I hang them in places, especially in my children's room. I do that for protection as well. So when you're thinking about Yule and you're thinking about ways to maybe feel the winter solstice spirit, do some of these things or hell, make up your own shit. Like it doesn't matter. You can either do what I say, you do what someone else says, just create. Don't be afraid to actually listen to your intuition, especially as we get closer to the winter solstice, because it is in the darkness that we have to trust our own compass, our own guiding light, because sometimes we don't see it anywhere else. We have to create it and it's there. We're just, we're harnessing it and we're kind of showcasing it. Even if it's just like the dullest ember, it still counts. It's something. And the more you feed into that care of, you know, your mind, your body and spirit, the flame will continue to grow and you'll be able to control it. And you'll be able to control some of the emotions you may feel during this sometimes chaotic time of year. So with that being said, side questers, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and I will be more than happy to answer them. And I hope you've enjoyed this little snippet of Yule Magic and some of the things that I do in my home every year. Bye. Bye.